Welcome into the Great Things Are Happening in Columbia Township podcast. With us today is Township Trustee President Dave Kubicki, along with Brian Lamar, the Township Vice President Trustee, Township Administrator Melissa Taylor, and our special guest today, Hamilton County Sheriff Charmaine McGuffey. Take it away, Dave. Okay, well, first of all, as we've always said with uh, these podcasts, we're trying to bring do a better job of communicating with all parts of Columbia Township. And as part of that, we wanted to bring to you the newly elected Hamilton County Sheriff and your Sheriff, uh, Sheriff Charmaine McGuffey. Thank, thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you for coming, uh, Charmaine. I appreciate it. And uh, uh, as we used to say uh, back when I played competitive sports, which was uh, quite a while ago, uh, winning's got it all over losing. And I want to congratulate you on your groundbreaking victory in a huge election. And you broke a lot of barriers, winning as a female sheriff. Tell us how that felt. Well, you know, I will tell you, it was a climb. Uh, we had our challenges from the beginning. We knew that we had challenges, and we continued to work through any of the obstacles that appeared in our way. And when you run a campaign, our main focus was to connect to communities. Regardless of the outcome, I enjoyed campaigning. I enjoyed talking to the residents of Hamilton County. I had a great time going to neighborhood events and really being the sheriff of Hamilton County. Uh, you know, I just, I don't even wake up to an alarm <laughs> anymore. I just wake up because I'm looking forward to getting into work and I've just really, I'm enjoying the job. Well, Sheriff, after you were first elected, you were featured in a national magazine in style, which has a really broad national audience. Mm -hmm. One of 50 women in that edition who forged new paths, broke barriers, and were successful where none were before. Right. Um, that was quite an accomplishment, and congratulations to you on that as well. That sends a great message to a lot of people who are looking to do what you have done you're great, a great role model, role model for them. Well, I really appreciate that. And I will say this, you know, I was in that first wave of women that came out into law enforcement when we were allowed to become peers of the men who were already working in law enforcement. So we were in that first wave and there were lots of challenges for all of us, me included. And, you know, one of the things that I was fond of saying to myself when I would have uh, difficult days is I would just tell myself over and over again don't quit don't quit whatever you do don't quit and I think there are many women that probably said that to themselves throughout their careers and one of the other things I did is I just you know I worked really hard I did things no one else wanted to do I volunteered um, and I really enjoyed every job every day I've ever spent in this uniform and that's what's really shown through. Well, you broke a lot of barriers, so congratulations. And it's not only great that you had the courage to do it, but it's equally great that the uh, voters showed up to support you. So really great to see how things have changed through the years. Absolutely. All right, now let's delve into some of the, the, the police stuff. Um, I know mm -hmm. I, I just want to contrast this. I know a lot of communities like the small-town police model. I guess I go back to where they think that the police officers pull the cat out of the tree and <laughs> – I don't know if they actually ever ever pulled a cat out of the tree or if it happens all the time, but it's legendary. And uh, t tell us the benefit of rather than just having the small local police personal department and the benefits for uh, everybody that doesn't understand to having the deep resources of the Hamilton County Police Department. What would you have to say to that? 
Well, first of all, I'm sure there are deputies that have pulled cats out of the tree. <laughs> of course. But as well, we do. We have, a, we have a tremendous amount of depth in our department. We have a criminal investigation section. We have an aviation section, which is our helicopters. When we have missing children and things like that, it's so helpful. We have a bicycle unit uh, that goes through the neighborhoods on a really community level. Um, we have traffic safety units. We have uh, a new crime analytical unit that we started out and a community affairs unit that actually the community affairs is a division now and that is designed for specific outreach to communities for issues that they may have and also just to create that goodwill so we create a tremendous amount of depth as well as you can pick up the phone and literally call me and i will answer the phone all right i'll wait for that (laughs) well I believe you, uh, and uh, I actually have your personal mobile from when we first met, mm-hmm. and your culture that you want people to be available to the communities, that service mm-hmm. ethic that you mentioned, yes. I want to do a shout out to the leaders of the Hamilton County Sheriff's Office for Columbia Township, so Major Chris Cuddeman mm-hmm. and Lieutenant Pete Enderley. Those guys are awesome. Yes, they are they amazing, are. and we can call them, as you said... 24-7, and I always, whether I text or call, no matter what level of priority the need is, I get an immediate response back. I even have caught Lieutenant Enderley standing in the water fishing on vacation. <laughs> no attitude, nothing but help. You'd and think he so, had a cape and a suit on, like Superman. <laughs> they do. They, they have a uniform and a cape. You just the, the cape is part of the culture. Yes, and it is a culture. It's a, a culture that's born of deputies in our department start in that jail and it's an invaluable experience for them with their communication their ability to help people who are in need solve problems i mean it's a very challenging environment to first learn the criminal justice system and then they graduate out to the road patrol and to the communities and you know when you see the black and gold you are going to get a professional and you're going to Get somebody that can relate to you on whatever level you need that relationship to be. Well, that's part of why we do these podcasts. And it's interesting. I'm going to throw this out, too. And I had a conversation once with uh, some of the Sycamore Township trustees, the difference between Hamilton County and, say, a local police department. They talk about when you have a resource like the mall. Mm -hmm. If there was a terrorist attack at the mall, who would you most like to respond? A small police force or somebody's in-depth as Hamilton County? So I think that's critical that people understand that, that it'd be hard for them to have just a tiny police force if something major happens. Oh, absolutely. Uh, We can bring the resources like you've never seen. I mean, depending on what the issue is, what the emergency is, uh, we have a SWAT team. We are connected throughout the community. And, And in fact, we do collaborate with lots of other police agencies who like to use our services because we do have such an in depth bench of expertise. Yes. I know you support all the communities on some of those resources too. Absolutely. Now let's go down to come of the more realistic day-to-day issues. <laughs> One of the biggest complaints we kind of get everywhere, and I think it happens in all communities, talking to some of the other uh, townships. It's not unique to Columbia, but people complain about speeding and, you know, mm-hmm. some people think that speed humps are the, the are the answer. And I've heard where speed humps have divided neighborhoods because it's just as many people think they could work. People mm-hmm. complain about them and all the, the, the downside of them. 
and we've actually found that speed signs we put up the ones that kind of flash your speed uh, we've had a lot of compliments and success there to deter speeders but give us a little little briefing on what your th- thought is on both speed signs to, as deterrence and your your thoughts on the speeding well i do think the speed signs are uh a great idea. I I think speed signs really help out because there you know people are busy. Uh, no one really wants to speed through a residential neighborhood. You have kids and and people walking and things like that. And it's good to get a reminder of hey here's your speed. And the last thing our deputies want to do is go out there and write tickets for people because tickets cost money, uh, your time, effort, etc. When we can just remind you to cooperate and I. I like it when people put those signs in their yards hey my kids are playing you know go slower and this just, is great information appreciate that yeah absolutely and you know our deputies are going to encourage that cooperation and quite frankly when we don't get it we are prepared to write tickets and if there is somebody that's a frequent flyer uh, <laughs> comes to our uh, our attention uh, we are going to focus on that and we're going to fix that situation and our deputies can certainly bring law and order that's not a problem Um, But we really do want to encourage, you know, watch your speed and everybody in the neighborhood really, you know, encourage that and collaborate on it. And to your point, it's interesting because just as many people say, hey, can we have the police come? Can we, I mean, be at the bottom of the neighborhood monitoring. There's mm-hmm. just as many people that, that call and say, please don't have them come. We don't want them to think we're a crime-ridden neighborhood. So it's mm-hmm. interesting to, in these podcasts to talk about there are two sides to all these things. So Absolutely. Well, one of the things that we also hear from the neighborhoods is that um, they are experiencing more break-ins, mm-hmm. uh, things like that. With COVID restrictions ending and summer here, a lot of more people are out and about. Right. Residents ask us, why can't we have an officer present in all the neighborhoods 24-7? And back to the beauty of having... Hamilton County Sheriff provide our police services. We have such a broad access to resources. Help our residents understand that when they may not have an officer present in their neighborhood, how mm-hmm. they're actually surrounded by officers that can be there in just a split second. Absolutely. And just before I came here today, I have a big map in my office, and I was just studying Columbia township and it's so funny how it just kind of weaves its way through some other neighborhoods but anderson township borders you those are our deputies silverton those are our deputies sycamore sycamore township and we are um available 24 7. i mean if something's going on in columbia township we can get there in minutes and um and help the officers that are already there so you have great police protection particularly that you're situated really between um a lot of different districts that the hamilton county sheriff's office works that's a great point and one more thing to, to ask your advice since you're here here mm-hmm. straight from you which would be car break-ins have seen to be a little bit of a prevalence lately mm. um what, what advice would you give people to deter or to, to slow down the car break-ins what, what what can the residents do well i think it's very important to uh take the time to pay attention to your security which means garage doors down at night Uh, if you can put your car in a garage and if you can't you know just making sure that you've alarmed your car uh you know paying attention and i know it's it's tough because you know people have kids we have busy lives and uh things can get by us but if we uh security is 
that's one of the things about security. It's a little bit inconvenient. We have to stop and ask ourselves, am I safe? Did I lock everything? Uh, where are my, you know, where are my, my points of security for my home that I need to pay attention to? This is great info, and it's nice to hear it from you because they wouldn't necessarily believe me. So appreciate that. <laughs> a reminder, find out all the great things happening in Columbia Township. Pretty simple. Go to the website, ColumbiaTownship.org. That's ColumbiaTWP.org. To find earlier podcasts, in which we featured many of the neighborhoods in Columbia Township, you can go to your favorite podcast provider. We'll continue with more. Great things are happening in Columbia Township. Get the skinny on Cincinnati sports with Richard Skinner only on Local12.com and the Local12 News app. Exclusive content, in-depth analysis, podcasts, and more. Cincinnati sports news 24-7. Get the skinny only on Local12.com and the Local12 News app. Welcome back into the Great Things Are Happening in Columbia Township podcast with Township President Dave Kabicki, Brian Lamar, the Vice President and Township Administrator, Melissa Taylor, and our special guest, Hamilton County Sheriff Charmaine McGuffey. Dave? Thank you. Uh, just as we were following up before, uh, I guess a big broad question with police in general that comes up and has been the topic over the last couple of years, the police have taken a bit of a PR hit over the last year or two, and a lot of people voiced their support. I've really never heard anything negative in, in, from our calls and asked us, uh, don't defend the police. And do you think the recent police criticism is fair? And what can you tell our listeners about what's really getting better and what, what, what you see? Well, police across the nation are under a great deal of stress and scrutiny. And, you know, some of that is warranted and a lot of it isn't, honestly. Uh, I think that growing up in this business as I have, I know so many officers, particularly our officers here in Hamilton County and the many municipalities, uh, we have officers that are very focused on the right things. We're focused on service. We want to help people. I mean, you know, I can go down the highway and see an officer changing a tire. Mm -hmm. I've, I've done that, seen that many times, you know. That's a part of our job, too. And in this national environment where, uh, you know, people are calling for defunding the police and those types of things, I really believe, and many officers are with me on this, what we really want to do is empower the police, empower the police to communicate, uh, empower the police to be embedded in neighborhoods, empower the police to change that model. Uh, we do have a very military model, but that doesn't mean that we can't insert community liaisons and things that that need to uh, that need to to help us with our communication with the community and really to become people that people want to turn to. And I think that's the new direction of police departments. I think we're all striving to do that now. You know, it's funny. I have a lot of police officers from all the different communities that are personal friends, and it is, uh, you know, hard to hear some of the big criticism, and I know it's hard on them and some of the morale, but, I mean, all the guys I know are terrific guys and good guys, so mm -hmm. that that's kind of too bad. Um, but, uh, yeah, I agree, David. I see your officers in my neighborhood all the time. Mm -hmm. Nothing but professional, nothing but provided good service. And so I wanted to commend your team on that. And I have one question, and that is, I read that, I mean, your, your background is really impressive. It's kind of a, an inspirational story, honestly. And I read that you knew you wanted to be an officer when you were 14 years old. And you've overcome a lot of obstacles mm -hmm. in, in your career. And even before your career as a teenager, that's amazing. And all of the things that you just kind of mentioned with society and defund the police and the challenges mm -hmm. that all of policing is, is currently undertaking, 
how can you help encourage, or how can maybe not you personally, that's a lot of burden on your shoulders, <laughs> how can the police departments or society get the next generation of 14-year-olds to want to be officers? Right. Well, and that's what we're starting to do now because we are all recognizing that we need that next generation, and that's outreach. That's what that is. I mean, we want to bring young people into our police department, show them the things we do, and embrace them. And that's a part of talking, communicating, looking the part. Uh, I do think that there have been some TV shows that, you know, depict the police as, you know, we're running around out there throwing people around, handcuffing people and so forth. But really one of the things you don't see behind the scenes is just that um, satisfaction that you get in wearing this uniform and helping someone, helping someone who's elderly, who's having an issue, and you help them do whatever they need to do, help responding to a call and being able to uh, help someone in a crisis, a family crisis, or, you know, uh, kids acting, you know, a little bit, uh, well, maybe not the way their parents want them to act. And sometimes an officer can come into that situation and, and be a help and be a role model. And that's what, you know, that's why I wanted to be a police officer is I saw other police officers in my neighborhood and I grew up in an at-risk neighborhood. So we Mm. saw the police (laughs) and when they showed up, they helped and they fixed things. And that's who I wanted to be. And Sheriff, I like your style as it relates to even when you said with the, the, the speed people that if you're a, what you call it, a habitual offender, what you call what, what was it? Yeah, frequent, frequent flyer. flyer. A frequent yeah. flyer. And, yeah, and even with the kids being a little unruly, I mean, there's a point where you step in to help and there's a point where you right. come in or do arrest. And I mean, and exactly. so I, I like that. And um, so all good stuff. And the other thing I want to remind people too is, is usually when you guys get a call, it's not somebody to give you good news. You guys are coming into some of the, the yes. worst situations. And, and so a lot of that gets a little bit overshadowed so the fact that there's a human side to it and i know it from the police officers i know and obviously i can see it in you so thank you okay yeah, we're really impressed so thank, thank you, you. And, and by the way everything we've seen from hamilton county has been nothing but the best whenever we've needed to respond on, on the local level i'm just trying to remind everybody for this podcast they've been the best yeah thank you Okay. Hey, a reminder to find out all the great things happening in Columbia Township. It's pretty simple. Go to the website, ColumbiaTownship.org. It's ColumbiaTWP.org. To find earlier podcasts in which we feature a bunch of different neighborhoods in the township and other great things happening, just go to your favorite podcast provider, search the words Columbia Township. It's pretty simple. For our special guest, Hamilton County Sheriff Charmaine McGuffey, Township Administrators, Township Administrator Melissa Taylor, Township Trustee President Dave Kabicki, and Vice President Brian Lamar. Thanks for being with us. It's been another edition of The Great Things Are Happening in Columbia Township Podcast.